Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I am thrilled to have back on again Graham Waldrop of Graham and the Band Upstairs. The band has just put out another fantastic track. It is called Standstill Blues, and I'm very excited to talk to them all about it. Graham, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your weekend to be here. How are you doing today? Oh yeah, definitely. Thanks for thanks for having me. Doing great. Excited to talk about the song. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it too. It uh I mean, I, I really enjoyed the debut, but this feels like a step in the right direction. And there's so much more going on. So I'm really excited to kind of get into it here. Um, just like last time, I want to know what is this one about? Like what inspired it? And is there a story behind it? Yeah, this is one of the first ones I tried to write. Um, okay. And the story behind it was I had this, I had to, when I had my old job, I had this horrible commute that took about you know, an hour or more out, an hour or more back. And I constantly get stuck in traffic in Atlanta. If anyone's from Atlanta, they can identify or, or a major city. And I was just like, so I just started this, this line just entered my head, standstill blues. I had the standstill blues. And, uh, and so that's what the first verse is about. I'm at a standstill. It takes so long to go on my way. Maybe I'm better off walking, though I'd be walking for the next two days, which is pretty consistent <laughs> how it feels. Um, so that's where it started. And then I was like, you know what? It'd be pretty boring to write a song just about being stuck in traffic. And like, that's the whole song. So hey, it's relatable at the least. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, what else do you say at that point? You yeah. know, I'm moving. Hooray. You know, so yeah. I sort of started to think about, you know, well, maybe I can make sort of a collection of short stories um, and sort of mash them all together about people down their luck or living life uh, too fast and too hard. And sort of always comes back to this sort of common refrain of, you know, people either question you know, the characters in the story, stories either questioning what they're doing or just enjoying it too much that they're, you know, they sort of lose track of, of themselves. So that's sort of the kind of uh, repeating thing that happens in each, uh, each part of the song. Nice. I love that. It's it's honestly so relatable. And I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting in traffic myself, probably just singing and riffing at the top of my lungs. Could have written 10 albums by now, but it kind of gives your brain an opportunity to turn off and you go in autopilot mode. I do think that's when the best ideas come. I think it's the same, like it's an equivalent of like, oh, it came to me in the shower when you're kind of like just doing your thing and it goes to show you that when you sit down to make music, it's sometimes not as effective as just kind of living your life and letting it come to you. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, well, the song absolutely rocks instrumentally as well. Um, and I really don't want to discount the debut, but this one does feel a lot more lively and it like kind of sucks you in with its little solos and it's just, it's as diverse as ever. So um I guess, I guess, what was the process like that? How did you, you know, get the band involved? Yeah, it, well, it started, it was weird. It was like in a totally different key. I think it was in oh. uh, C or something. Like the progression was totally different. I wanted to kind of make a blues song that didn't follow that sort of blues traditional kind of like EA stuff, which is eventually okay. what we did. Huh. Um, but, you know, I, I was I was trying to make it work in a different way. I was like, you know what? I don't understand the rules well enough to break them. So let me just sort of listen to some more just super traditional blues stuff. Yeah. And then that's where we kind of came up with the da 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 part. Right. And so I came up with that and then, you know, it's pretty straightforward. And then we got the band together and um, it was one of the first songs we started working on. And it really, 
it really clicked um, from the get go, especially with with Jeff or lead. He just he he kills that song. He does such a good job on it. Um, and yeah, the the drum beat came pretty naturally to Zach. Same thing with Joseph on the on the bass. Um, the one thing we had to really work on was with with Veronica, our, our backing vocalist. Mm-hmm. Um, really tried to figure out how to get her in the song because um, I felt like uh, I really wanted to have have her in the song, but we didn't. We, we really really weren't figuring out what to do with it. But I think what we came up with eventually. Uh, works really well and that's a you know big credit to her she's a huge collaborator on that like she always is in terms of finding you know how the vocals should function in the song yeah. and um we were really influenced by uh Mavis staples for for her oh, part she's amazing yeah even though veronica doesn't have that kind of like that hefty bass to her voice her, her voice definitely is much more delicate but we wanted to have that kind of that attitude I understand. The, the essence is there because no one's yeah. going to get in the studio and no. emulate yeah. Mavis Staples. It's, yeah, it was funny. No yeah, we were, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about it, and then you know we were listening to some stuff, and uh, and she she was like, "So I, you know, just do that, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's all you got to do. Just just do just do what Mavis does, and we'll be fine." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <No. laughs> just step by step book. Yeah. Oh, that's that's hilarious. I I yeah, and I could say it a million times. The final result speaks for itself. So even though it's not that, it's definitely its own thing, which is always a yeah. Um, yeah. I also want to know: Did you learn anything between putting the debut out and this one out? Whether it be, I guess, in just like creating it or studio time, or I don't know what was, I guess the, no. the order of it. Not really. I mean, we recorded uh, we recorded both these songs on, during the same weekend. Oh, okay. um, so it was pretty much just like, you know, it's the same kind of process really that we followed with the last song. Sure. Um, so yeah, not not a ton was learned uh, in terms of the <laughs> creation of 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 the music. Uh, you know, in terms of getting both these songs out since they were recorded at the same time. Right. I guess that makes sense. Um, it does, like I mentioned, it does feel like there's a slight instrumental shift like it definitely has your guys's sound to it but it's more beefed up in a way um, yeah is that a i guess a precursor to what we can expect because there's more on the way as i understand yeah there's definitely more on the way um i don't know i mean like one, one big, big thing for us is to always try to make each song stand on its own so like with home to you it's you know definitely softer more acoustic song sure you know there's there's no real drum beat or anything except for the kick drum that's just sort of this really layered in with the rest of the mix whereas this song was like we wanted the drums to kick ass we wanted the cymbals to crash yeah um you know we really wanted to bring that out we wanted the bass to be more present so it was it was really just about like all right you know how does this song stand on its own what do we do to do that to make that happen and so that's that's really what what it was all about sure and it doesn't i think the song really shines in its solos like there's some cool instrumental breakdowns in there between the singing that like I don't know. I think one of the most difficult things of music nowadays is how can we pique a listener's interest for four to five minutes? You know what I mean? Yeah. Our attention spans are shot. We can't <laughs> we can't pay attention to anything. And um, not that this song is like whiplash or anything like that, but there's there's truly more than enough happening to kind of just, you know, not get sick of it, which is the biggest thing. Yeah, I think that was yeah, it's a big credit to to Jeff on that for yeah really exploring how, how many different ways you can sort of do that a to e transition totally. that's so prevalent that recurring riff in the song but like he just did a great job with that i mean there was one point we were rehearsing and he's like man this is kind of getting torturous just doing the same sort of right. thing over and over again so he really worked hard and you know we really talked a lot about well, what how can we make you know each lick 
stand out and, and, and what, you know, what's going on in the song sort of thing. And then, you know, he just sort of came in there and, and made it happen. You know, at right. the end of the day, it's big credit to him. And I think that's also got to be such a difficult thing to be in the studio and, okay, guys, we've got this amazing song. And then you play it 150 times back to back to back. And you're like, is this song good? Or have I just heard it too many times? Is there a way of avoiding that? Or do you kind of just have to trust in the process? I think it's more about trust in the process, but there's a funny story about the recording of this song. We, you know, we recorded it and the tone was all wrong on Jeff's guitar and we just okay. didn't pick up on it. So he actually, we actually had to go back and redo his part. His part um, was that is in the song was recorded separately because of that. So it was one of those things where we thought everything was fine and it's sort of becoming kind of like, not a totally recurring theme for us, but we've had some times where we've had to go back to the studio to fix things that we thought was wor was working perfectly. Yeah. I guess it's just part of the process. Um, but you know, it was it was definitely a thing where okay, now that we're hearing it outside the studio, it's like oh man, we actually need to go back and and clean that up. So right, that's yeah. okay. That's the part of it. You know what? You got final yeah. say, and it's it's got to be something that you want to listen to anyway. Um, yeah, for sure. One thing we touched on last time was I basically asked you for an elevator pitch of like, you know, explain your sound to me. This time around though, I want to know because, you know, I get feedback from people. They want to know, like, if you like a certain artist, you know, how can I connect it to your music? So who are some similar artists, I suppose, that it's like, if you like them, you're going to like us. Yeah. I uh, first, first person that comes to mind is definitely Bob Dylan. Um, I mean, that comes it, through it, right yeah. top. Yeah, like the the way that the music works, the way that the, especially the lyrics, lyrics are heavily influenced by him. I think if anybody who likes any era of Bob Dylan will hopefully connect with our stuff because that's where a lot of it comes from in terms sure. of the influences. <laughs> um, Neil Young's another one. Those two are probably the top two. Um, Towns Van Zant, Van Morrison, people of that era yeah. you who know, came from that era, came from the 60s and 70s. Um, you know, their, their work is incredibly influential on, on what we do. Um, one thing I want to start doing, though, is really start to look into other genres. We, I was talking about this with the Joseph, our bassist, over the last few days was just, you know, what else can we bring in? What else can we incorporate? Can we look at funk? Can we look at R&B? Can we look at jazz even? Because um, yeah. we have some rock elements and blues elements, obviously, this song, but really getting out of our comfort zone, I think, will be a good thing for the future. That'll, that'll happen way in the future, though. Of course, these next, you know, things that we've already been working on. It's kind of like this is sort of going to be our sound, but, you know, it's definitely something I want to I want to look into in terms of diversifying. Totally. Do you find it difficult at all to have these massive inspirations and still try to make your own original music, but also, you know, create something that embodies their spirit? Because I know a lot of people that I've talked to, they're like, I actively try to not listen to music at, so as to not like emulate them but it comes through but it's still its own thing yeah i think that's the, the tricky balance and i think that works for some people for me i'm like anytime i have doubts i go and listen to stuff i go listen to, to oh all right you know yeah and and just I, I go listen to dylan i listen to neil i listen to all those people i was talking about because i'm like all right where are they doing why does it work and that, <laughs> that's really weird yeah, keep coming back to it yeah. year after year right and it's like what you know what is going on here and totally. you know those those guys are a million times better than we'll ever be so it's like <laughs> learn from the best true and then try to take it and make it your you know take what they've done make it your own um i i really also try to make sure that 
nothing I'm doing is going to be so referential to the point where it's like, oh, that's a, that's super derivative. That's a rip off. Um, yeah. I don't want to do that. Hopefully that, that doesn't happen. It doesn't, um, it doesn't, but, yeah, but it's but, always a concern. Sure. Yeah. It is a concern, but it's also like, you got to believe in yourself at the end of the day that you're doing right. Um, you know, enough to make yourself original. Um, even if you have where the influences on your sleeve. I also think maybe a little bit easier with a band as opposed to a solo project where you don't have any outside input. And then you're yeah. like, oh man, I just made a Bob Dylan record. And I right, right, right. I mean, my, my band is so huge in terms of like our collaboration is is yeah. something else. I mean, they, they do such a good job of, it's it's a really weird kind of like hierarchy. It's like, I you know, I had the final say on what happens, but I'm, I'm so, I try to be so supportive and collaborative to them because they, they can, they look at things in a different way than I do. And I think if you shut yourself off to that, then it's it's really stupid if you're working with a band, even if you're spearheading it, because yeah. there's always going to be better ideas out there. And you want to have people around you that are either as smart or a hell of a lot smarter than you um, so that they can you know, say, hey, I don't think we're going in the right direction or push this a little more. Um, you know, we, we do that in like in everything we do. Sure. So I'm, I'm, they're, they're so important to the creation of this work. That's awesome. Um, is there something about making music as a whole that you feel gives you the most energy or the thing that makes it feel the most worth it for you? Because it's not an easy process in any no. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm still discovering that like every day yeah. in all aspects of it, be it making the music, trying to get shows, trying to get it out in front of enough people, et cetera, marketing. Um, it's hard to know what really makes it worth it. I think it's just, you know, I've always been a storyteller at heart. And when I feel like I've gotten my story across and we've come together and the song, when the song is done and you feel like you've done something great, um, that's when I feel the best. Like mm -hmm. there are times when you're working on stuff and we're working through how things are, you know, how the music's really going to progress and every single aspect of it. That can be just a total pain in the ass. Like that part is fun when you figure it out, but when you're, when you are figuring it out, it is, <laughs> right. it can be a bit laborious, but uh, you know, when, when we've conquered that, when you really get through an obstacle and you figure out, oh, this is how the song should start, or this is how the song should end, or this is this is the recurring kind of riff we're doing and we're really executing well on it, or vocally. It's like it's like a bunch of little things that add up to the complete package, but yeah. you can have these mini victories, but when it all comes together at the end, like when we finally finished this song, I was like, okay, I feel good about it. You <laughs> exactly. know, but it, no, it yeah, took a minute. Exactly, yeah. So the journey of getting to know that it's just a ball of anxiety and it's like, is this worth it? Is this worth it? And then, okay, actually we made some pretty damn good music here. We did yeah. it. Yeah. We're over that mountain. I love it. Um, well, you had mentioned that there is a show coming up. So I'd love for you to talk mm. about that. And if there's anything else, uh, you know, in the works at the moment in terms of uh, live shows. Yeah, so we got a uh, we got a show May third at Smith's Old Bar in Atlanta, a wow. pretty decently famous bar kind of music venue in Atlanta. A lot of people have come through and played there. We played there in December, um, so it's good to get back out there. We're going to be playing with uh, our friends Robin Shakedown, another really good band, and uh, mostly Strangers. Cool. So yeah, we're looking forward to that. It should be a fun night of music. If you're in the Atlanta area, want to come check it out. Uh, that's where we'll be. Shows at eight on May the third. Um, so yeah, that that's really the only show we have booked right now. I've I've discovered that it's you got to start booking things like two months in advance if you want a a chance to get a show somewhere. So that's that's been a big <laughs> that's been a big sure. learning experience. 
Well, yeah. that's just an excuse to get back in the studio, write more songs, put more out into the world. It's really difficult to prioritize one or the other. Yeah, and uh, we just recorded three more songs in February. Hey, there you go. Um, so we're hoping to get those, not just waiting on our on our mixer there, um, get things really cracking with that and um, hoping to record some more later this summer. And after we do that, you know, we should have recorded all the songs we need for this this record, which would include the two songs that are out right now. Very nice. So. Um, well, I'm looking forward to it as always. And I've got a couple more for you, but I basically sure. want to yeah. uh, And you've, you've kind of laid it out for me here, but you know, the plan for the rest of the year, you've got more music, you're getting in the studio, you're doing the thing. Is it an album? Is it an EP? Is it something you want to talk about or no? Oh, yeah, sure. You know, it's a full full length record, full LP. Um, and yeah, it's called Turning Magic on Its Heels is the name of the album. And uh, we hope it's going to take people on a really fun musical journey. I, I think if you've liked these first two songs, that's pretty in indicative of, of the kind of stuff we're going to make. Right. Um, and you know, it sort of runs the gamut. There's a couple more acoustic songs. There's another kind of bluesier song. Um, there's one that kind of merges folk and like sort of hard rock together. Um, you know, there's a lot of different uh, things going on. We have some different instruments coming in too. And some of them, we got violin, organ. Um, so it should it should be a really fun uh, album when it's all said and done. But sort, sort of always trying to, you know, each song will tell its own individual story and uh, sure. sort of be up to interpretation. The listener this is definitely the most fun song we have this is the one that has a little bit of uh the most sort of comedic touch to it um nice. i would say and uh the rest of the songs it's not like they're all super heavy or anything but in terms of like how home to you is structured with the lyrics and how sort yeah. of really up to interpretation that is that's kind of how the rest of the the album is lyrically so all right well it sounds like there's a lot of surprises and experimentation around the corner to say the least yeah um has there been and, any oh no go for it go for it oh no 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 sorry no, no. i was gonna say has there been any like modern music that's kind of shifted your sound or do you think that you're fully pulling from the classics no there's definitely some modern music i think um elon jewel has been a big influence on me the last few years um she's a really great americana sort of country folk artist it's hard to sort of pin her down yeah. um but she she she's she's tremendous um and Alexa Woodward is another artist who isn't playing out as much music anymore. But I mean, I've said this before. I think she's she's my favorite songwriter of the 21st century. I think her lyrics are just incredible. So yeah. they, they they've been they've been pretty influential on me as well. Um. So and yeah, I would recommend if anyone hasn't heard of them to to check out their music. They're they're both just phenomenal. Yeah. Um. Trying to think of other like Gary Clark Jr. is another guy I've been listening oh, to yeah. a lot over the last few years. I mean, I think he's just an unbelievable guitarist. I agree. Um, yeah, Michael Kiwanuka, love his stuff. Um, Ray Lamontagne, you know, let's go on. I could sit say your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I listen. Also, no, you yeah. got great taste. So I'm yeah. not surprised at all. Yeah, the music speaks for itself. Awesome, uh, Grandma. Well, my last question for you here is: mm -hmm. it's essentially the same as last time, but it's. You know, for the person that is going to discover you from this, what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them before they listen to your music for the first time? I wish I could just go back and look at what I said last time. I think it's better that but, you uh, don't. Who, I, yeah, you no, I agree. Prepare. Things change. Yeah, yeah. Think, things change. Um, you know, I'd say that 
you know, basically that, you know, we're, we're a band that tells stories of their songs. There's always a, a good narrative. There's always a reason to listen to things more than once. Um, we hope that, you know, with our playing, with the musicianship, that it, it really pulls you in and that the lyrics keep you there. I think that's the big thing is that we really try to make it a full comprehensive experience where hopefully the lyrics aren't sacrificed to the music and vice versa. And you have this sort of really cohesive experience mm -hmm. um, listening to the song, but it is going to, every song is going to take you on a story. I think that's the biggest thing. If you like narrative and having to work a little bit for that narrative to form your own opinions on things, I think, you know, you'll hopefully like her stuff. And obviously with all those influences that were mentioned, yeah. um, you know, if you like that music, I hope, hopefully you'll like, uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll like our music. I think they will. And I think that's a great answer. And from what I remember, pretty similar to the last one, but in a, in a new light at the least. Sure. Very cool. Uh, well, Graham, thank you so much again. Please let me plug your song for you. Um, if you guys have missed it the first time around, it is called Stand Still Blues. We will have the links in the articles that you can listen and share and follow along. But it sounds like there's so much more right around the corner, I assume in the next few months. Uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, there's shows as well, and we'll have all that info. But Graham, I want to thank you so much again for taking the time. It really means a lot. Yeah, no, thank you, Austin. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. All right. Have an amazing rest of your day. I hope to speak soon. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.